I remember, I remember the first time that I spoke at one of these things when I was a teenager. Um, it was like the first, it's like the first youth camp where uh, we called ours youth camp. That's our, like our version of centrifuge. We ran our own, we called it youth camp. We got cooler names for stuff now. Um, so we, we went to the summer camp and we came back and we we're going to do this, uh, this share thing. And um, I always thought I was way too cool to do this. Uh, and in reality, I wasn't way too cool. God just wasn't doing anything in my life. So I had nothing to say. Um, and so when I finally, finally we came to this moment and a whole bunch of people went and, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like I needed to get up and say something. So I got up and I went up there and I swear I talked 10 minutes. <laughs> I just would not stop. Um, and it, it, it was something really special about that for me. It was one of those things I remember. Uh, and I came back and sat back down and one of my friends was like, Hey, they didn't tell you to preach, buddy. Um, it was one of those first moments where somebody said something about me and preaching was the first time I walked up and got on a microphone. So that was weird. Um, so I, did, I don't know. I, didn't, um, I want you to be able to share tonight. I do not necessarily want you to do what I did, which was ramble for 10 minutes. Okay? Um, so I want you to do a couple of things. When, you, when it's your turn to come up and you decide you're going to come up, I'm going to be hanging out over here. Uh, if you're going to be on deck, like, so somebody's up here is talking um, to kind of minimize, like, walking awkward time, you just come on up. We can get three or four deep on the, on the sides, all right? And so I'll point at you when it's your turn. So you can already be standing here on the stage. So if somebody's telling a story about how somebody threw them off a raft or something, you can already be standing here. And so we'll have to wait 30 seconds for you. Does that make sense? Good. So you can stand on either side of it. I'll be over here, but you can line up over there, too. Um, let's not get more than... Let's not get more than two or three on each side, all right? So when you come to the mic, I want you to tell us your name, even though everybody, if, if you think everybody knows you, they don't. Uh, so tell us your name, what grade you're in, and then you can do your thing, all right? Um, so we got two rounds of questions. The first one um, is a little lighter. It's the most memorable moment. So your most memorable moment from, from fall retreat. Uh, so that can be somebody throwing you off a raft, or that can be late night. That doesn't matter, all right? So most memorable moments, the first thing. And the second one is, well, I'll tell you the second one when we get there. So I'm going to let like four or five people tell us most memorable moment, but I want you to do these in about 30 seconds because they're not necessarily spiritually significant, so I don't want to waste a ton of time on it. Cool? All right. Most memorable moment. Are you getting up? Come on. All right. There's another one. Three, four. All right. That's it. Good. We got our four memorable moments. Oh, I got to turn the microphone on. It's important. All right, so also how to work a microphone. You can take this off of this and you can hold it. You got to point it at your mouth. You can't do this with it. That doesn't work, all right? You can also leave it on here if you like. Just don't fool with adjusting the height. That's not worth it. Okay, go. All right, most of you know me, but I'm Colby Whips. I'm in 11th grade at Sparkman. Uh, you can follow that Twitter if you want. But uh, my most memorable moment was, you guys see that man sitting alone right there with the nice beard, the real nice beard? His name is Keith Watson. We were playing like Finger Wars in our cabin the Saturday night. And if you guys met Adam Roberts, who I don't think is here, he's bigger than me. And so him and Keith Watson square off in a finger war. And Keith Watson sits there and holds his arm there. And all of a sudden, he yanks him. And they're wrestling around, and they're wrestling around. And finally, he gets Keith 
or he gets Adam, and nobody has ever beaten Adam in a finger war. So, if you don't know Keith Watson, he makes prosthetics. So we came up with a theory that he made a bunch of prosthetics for himself, put them in his sockets, and that's how he won that finger war. Okay, okay, so uh, my name is Jake Russell, and I'm in 11th grade, and uh, when we were rafting, which was the whole part of our kind of trip, not the whole part, but like the activity part, it, it was me and Brayden sitting in the front two seats, which is where like most of the action happens, if yeah, I, I guess, and so we were sitting there, and then it's the part where you can get out and swim, so we're all, our whole raft just pops out, and then, so we're all just swimming, and then we can get back up. The tour guy's like, hopefully you can get back in because I'm not helping you. So we're like, okay, I guess that's going to be good, I guess. So Brayden gets up first, and I'm going behind Brayden. And Brayden's like, you almost up? I'm like, yeah, I'm almost up. And he's like, great. And he shoves me back in. I was like, thanks, man. That's what I'm talking about. And then, and so then I get up again, and I'm like, whew. And then we all get in the raft, and we're about to hit a, we're not about to hit a rapid, but it was, I don't know, we were still in the swimming part. And I'm like, whew, that was, that was fun. I like swimming. It was a little cold. And Brayden's like, sweet. And then just Spartan kick, right? Just <laughs> I'm like, ooh, no. And it was like, oh, I was like, ooh. And yeah, that was. You got Sparta kicked in the chest. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I like, he, he, he hit me in the chest and like grabbed his foot. I was like, I got it. And then he was like, other foot. And I was like, no. And I was, I was gone. <laughs> so yeah. Nice, nice. So uh, my most memorable moment is when we got to the rafting place. And uh, we, all the senior dudes, were in our own raft, no adult. And the guy go, goes up to us, and he's like, are you guys a group? And we're like, yes. And he was like, well, you guys get Judy. And we were all like, Judy? <laughs> we were very immature. Sorry about that. But we were like, Judy? Who's Judy? So we were on the bus, and we go to the, the river? The river, the river. The river. We go to the river. And I'm like, I wonder who Judy is. And they're like, what if she's hot? I'm like, I don't know. So I started yelling, I started yelling Judy out the window of the bus. And then, actually, DM, y'all know her? She looks at me, and I'm like, we got her. And we got really excited, and then it turned out we got like a 60 or 70-year-old lady. <laughs> and so, and so she, asked, she asked for help from us, and she went to Luke, and she was like, what's your name? And Luke was like, my name's Luke. And so Luke helped her. And then she went to me, and she was like, what's your name? And I was like, my name's John. And for those who don't know me, my name's Joe. And so throughout the whole, like, rafting trip, we changed our names. But I think the funniest thing is when Jacob, he was like, oh, my name's Cena. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, <clears throat> and starts laughing. And then he's like, then he changed his name to Luke, and then back to Jacob. And we were like, you're stupid. But yeah, uh, I think Austin was Carlisle, and then <laughs> Drew was Austin, and Quinn was, Quinn, what were you? <laughs> I was Quinn. And that's pretty much it. Good story. All right. I need okay, a lazy boy. So I need a lazy boy over here. Need a what? Instead of the stool, I need a, like a lazy boy, like an armchair. Okay, carry on. Okay. So I'm Christian Taylor. If you guys don't know me, I'm a sophomore, class of 18. 
Uh, and uh, so my most memorable moment from Fall Retreat was uh, Saturday morning. If you guys have never been on a MCBC retreat, you get like zero sleep. Yeah. So we just decided to take that to the next level. And instead of getting up at like, I don't know, 6.45, we got up at like 4.30. And uh, so, so me, uh, Taylor Pulliam, who he's right there, and Zach Brooks, we went running. And we ran uh, all the way down to the lake and back, which is like two miles at least. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah. And so when I get back, I'm dead tired. And uh, I decided to sit on this fence to get signal from a phone. Um, and, and so I was, sitting on this, I was sitting on this fence at like 5.30 in the morning uh, trying to get some signal. And uh, all of a sudden, I fall off the fence. Yeah. And it's like nobody's out there. It's <laughs> pitch black in the morning. And I just have my phone, and my phone goes flying from my hand. And I'm just face planted on the uh, gravel in the middle of the woods at 5.30 in the morning. And no one saw it. And no one saw it. It was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm Michael White. I'm in ninth grade, Sparkman Middle. Yep, yep. And um, Sparkman Middle. Sparkman Middle, ninth grade. <laughs> oh, yeah. We act like middle schoolers anyway. Anyway, so uh, my most memorable moment was uh, probably free time on Saturday. And this kid over here, he's like, let's wrestle. So we get out all the cots, set them around, and we're wrestling. And I don't think it made Britton too happy because he walked in there. And I was just like, welcome to Fight Club. And he's like, this does not make Britton happy. <laughs> So uh, that was, was kind of awkward, but it was really funny. And uh, that was probably the most memorable moment. Of... All right. Last one. Last one. Last one on this one. So I'm Crystal. I'm at an 11th. Hi, guys. Anyway. So I'm an 11th grader, and my most memorable moment of fall retreat was it was like Saturday afternoon. Close to your mouth. Huh? Microphone. Hold yep. it to my yeah, mouth. There is, there is good. It feels weird. Okay. Anyway, um, it was Saturday afternoon. It was me, Adam, Katie, Nicole, and Quaid. We were all just out by this, you know, tree by a river thing. So we decided to look over. There's this like rock thing, and we're just like, let's go climb it. It's this ginormous mountain that leads to the other side of the camp. So Katie and I, we try and climb this thing, and we're like getting dirt all in our hair and all over our clothes, and we're just like, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah, she tried to climb barbed wire with her hands. Bare hands at that, so dangerous, Katie. Use protection. Anyway, <clears throat> so we decide to walk around and actually climb up this steep hill. We start walking. It's very tiring because it's a ginormous hill. We finally make it over. And we are by this random cabin. And this, it's a lone cabin in this circle. We went there in our car. And then Nicole is just like, I got to pee. So I walk into this cabin. I'm like, hello? Hello? Like, Nicole, no one's in there. You can go pee. And she's just like, no, it's someone else's cabin. I'm just like, so there's no one there. And yeah. So yeah, we walked into some random person's cabin and climbed a hill.
One of the interesting things that happens uh, whenever we do these is that I get a lot of new rules I need to make. Um, good. So that's good. All right. So our second and final question, because I'm just going to let you use the rest of your time doing this. Uh, your second and final question is um, a two-part question. So there's, there's really... Well, you don't have to do two parts. You can do one or the other or both. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, so here's what it is. You're going to forget it. So you've got to like burn this into your brain. All right. So the f- first part is, is what did God do in your life? What did God do in your life that weekend? And if, if, if you weren't able to go and God's doing something awesome in your life, fantastic. I want to hear that too. So what did God do in your life? And the second part is what will be different now? Because of that thing, because of whatever God did in your life, that forest tree, whatever you learned or some of you're encouraged or you're taken out of something or whatever, man, I don't, I don't know. What did God do in your life? And, and if you would like to, what's going to be different now because of that? Okay? You can do one part. You can do a different part. So if you just want to do what, what's going to be different, then you can say, hey, I, I came back. I, I really need to start reading, reading my Bible or whatever. I don't care. You can just do that. You don't have to tell me what God did in your life. You can do one, two, or one and two. Does that make sense? What did God do in your life, and what's going to be different now because of it? you got like 20 minutes. Hey, guys. Um, this is not my kind of thing. I don't like talking in front of people, but I really wanted to say this. Um, it was Saturday night, I think in the middle of worship, and I felt really distracted for some reason. Um, and there was like a bunch of people in the way and I couldn't see the words and everything and I had to like duck around Um, but I really felt God say to me which has never happened before um, keep your eyes on me Sam and so that was really cool I've never heard him like say anything to me before so that's awesome yeah My name's Abby. I'm in ninth grade. Um, the, a thing that happened in my life that happened in my life that was kind of cool was that God answered a prayer for me, and I, my best friend, got saved over fall retreat. <laughs> that is definitely something that I have been praying for since December, and so that's pretty cool. And what will be different in my life is that I will kind of have an accountability partner, I guess, and I'll get to grow in Christ with my best friend, which is always awesome. So, yeah. All right. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I showed up like really late to Fall Tree. Uh, I overslept and like woke up an hour later than the bus had left. So uh, what I think that taught me is that God was trying to tell me that I was going for like all the wrong reasons and that I want to go just, you know, to have fun and raft and stuff. Uh, but I still wanted to go and that kind of made me re- like realize that God was telling me that I didn't want to do that as much as I thought I wanted to do it. And, you know, I was just... I, I was stopping at nothing to get there. Like, I called, like, 18 people to make sure that I get down there. Yeah.
those of you that don't know, I didn't go to Far Retreat. <laughs> I was at a soccer tournament that my mom forced me to go to, okay? But I'm here to tell you that you need to go to every <laughs> retreat that you can possibly go to. I went to that soccer tournament. We didn't win a single game. <laughs> Our first game, we lost 4-0. Every time we got scored on, I gave my mom this look. Every time. So just remember, go to every retreat. So I wasn't able to go to fall retreat, but I knew something was different over the weekend. And on Tuesday, and I was waiting, I was waiting to figure out what it was, and I just, I just felt it. And on Tuesday, I come home from school, and my mom's just looking at me like, I'm like, whoa, come on, just tell me what's going on. And she brings up pictures, and she's like, you're an aunt now. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, you have a new baby niece. And I'm like, really? So her name's Caroline Elizabeth. So, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And so I got a call today, and I was like, so, tell me about her. And she, and they, they didn't know what to name her at first, because he's just sitting there like, whoa, I have this new baby girl. And I'm like, wow, that's, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, wow, I have a, I have a niece. I have a niece. <laughs> so, I just found out what was different yeah. in my life. Cool. My name is Rachel, and over fall retreat, it was actually the day that we got there. Um, we had just got, uh, gotten off the bus, and we were all in our cabins. It was me and the girls, and we had, we had gotten to our rooms, and we were unpacking our bags after worship. And I was sitting on my bunk, rummaging through my bag. I was looking for my phone, because even though it was dead, I wanted to try and revive it, because I had my charger, and I wanted to call my dad. And I'm looking through all my bags, and I start panicking because, lo and behold, I can't find my phone. And apparently I tore apart, tore apart my bag because now one of my bags has a hole in it. <laughs> Silly me. Okay, so the funny part about this is um, the Wednesday before a fall retreat, um, we were in small groups, and one of the questions was, what is one of your distractions that distracts you from God? And my answer was my phone, because I'm always on it, and that's one of my biggest distractions. And so I, I found it kind of funny, because I was talking to Holly earlier, <laughs> and this was at Fall Retreat, and I was telling her, God must be telling me something, because there is no way that this could have happened had it not been for God, because... You can ask anybody, you try to take my phone, I will claw your face off. <laughs> it's a true fact. And so I think God was actually trying to tell me something, because on the day we were leaving, 
sad. So many people were crying, it made me cry. Because, <laughs> like, no one wants to leave. And so I'm tearing to the bus. I go onto the bus. So many bus words. I don't know. <laughs> and so I go to my seat. I'm tearing apart the bus looking for my phone. And I'm about to give up because I just cannot find it. I go back to the seat that I was at one last time. I look between the crack of the wall and the seat. There's my phone. And so I just look up, and I'm like, God, thank you, because without my phone, I was paying so much attention to the pastor that was speaking, and I just learned so much. And had it not been for God, I wouldn't have learned anything, because I would have been on my phone the entire time. Hello, hello. My name is Andrew Barnes, and I am an 11th grader at Spartan High School. And the part that I'm going to talk about is, if you notice Britton over here, the shirt is what I'm talking about. The shirt that he's wearing, it, it in a way spells epic. And the whole time I had been processing this theme, because I like themes in my head, I was like, yes, this is going to be such an epic trip. Oh my goodness, it's going to be so fun. And then when we got there, the very first night, he's like, yeah, so we're talking about an epic tonight. Like, you know how school is, like these long stories. And I was like, oh. So he was, he was meaning like epic as in like the noun, not the adjective. And the whole time I had been thinking that it was going to be like an epic trip. But then we got there and the messages were all about like, how God uses like this long, huge story and every single part of it relates to Jesus and how he just uses so many different people and so many different stories, then they all relate to this one purpose. And how, and I guess the part that I learned and can take away is that uh, each one of us can also be used in that same exact story still. So, yeah. <laughs> That was literally the exact point of the weekend, so glad we got that. Good. <laughs> what did God do in your life? What are you going to do different now? There it is. Hey guys, it's me again. So, <laughs> well, uh, so anyway, I have known about something that I never do because I'm such a lazy person. And shout out to all my lazy people out there because I know you're probably out there. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I hate getting up early. I don't know why I got up Except early to 4:30 run. Except 4:30 to run yeah. and fall off a fence. I don't know. That was w yeah. bizarre. But anyway, I hate getting up early. I hate school. Mm. I really hate school. So um, every morning, um, I never get up and start my morning right. I always like sleep in 15, 20 minutes late. Just keep on hitting that snooze button. Um, and one thing that's God that God's been telling me throughout like my whole Christian walk is that I need to start doing quiet times. I never do it. Never have like started. I've tried a few times. It didn't work out because I'm lazy. But uh, 
anyway, one thing that he just really revealed to me was when we were in late night on uh, Saturday night, and it had the relationship aspect. And, you know, I come into church on Sundays and Wednesdays, and I get my fill for, I guess, for uh, spiritual stuff. And I just think that I can fake it throughout the rest of the week and not start off my days right and not go into school and uh, other places with that mindset. And so what happened was, was after that, I started doing quiet times uh, this week, going three days strong. Mm, nice. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I just, that, that's something that I still haven't done for, what, six, seven years I've been a Christian. And um, I'll tell you guys what, it's really been making this week a whole lot better. And uh, you won't have time to do um, anything else that you need to do if you don't start off your day right and just take that 10 minutes. So, yeah. Retweet to what he said at the beginning. Uh, I'm back. But um, what God did in my life, what I saw the most, was we went to the rafting place, right? And we had a group. And some people chose to go to other groups to fill those groups. So it left two of us to find other groups. Uh, So me and this other person, Andrew Barnes, we went to a group that we didn't know the people in the other group as well as we knew our own friends and stuff. So uh, as we went on the rafting trip, we were a little skeptic on how it was going to go and if it was going to be fun and stuff like that. But um, at the end of the day, it turned out it was probably more exhilarating with people we didn't know because we didn't have that trust yet, and we built that trust as we went through. And so that really showed me that instead of sticking with your friends and, like, not opening your horizons to new people isn't as, like, it's not as good as spreading, like, opening your eyes and bringing other people into your friend groups and sort of, like, talk to other people instead of just your little clique. That's, that's what God did in my, in my eyes. So I'm back again, too. Uh, so what happened in mine? So the Col- the story Colby told you about the finger wars. I also faced Keith. Not a good idea. Almost broke my arm. Just to let you know. Uh, and then also the story I told you about Brayden. And then there's also one more story. Uh, John Dave's not in here, but uh, we woke up also to go run. But that's because we're in cross country, and our coach was like, "You have to go run." Hard day. I'm like, I don't want to run, but I had to. So we're running, and um, and all the all three of those moments when Brayton Spartan kicked me off the the raft, when uh, Keith was throwing me over his shoulder, when <laughs> I was when I was running up that last hill to finish our run, I was just I was thinking like, man, like this kind of contradicts what Colby said, but I was like, man. All these friends I have to grow in Christ, they're all, like, right there with me. And I know that I can grow in them. Like, my, my small group leader is right there. I have, like, John David. He's, like, middle, mini-me. Well, he's actually taller than me, but he's younger than me. But, you know, mm-hmm. you get the point. And then, uh, and, like, all my friends over there to just, like, help me out through, like, growing in Christ. So, yeah, I figured that out. So, I'm Aubrey, if you don't know, 
and I'm a sophomore Sparkman. And, um, okay, so leading up to Fall Tree, which that was like my first time going, um, I had like a lot of stress about it because I'm not like this little perfect little angel, you know? And so <laughs> I'm just being honest, okay? And so I was like, my mom was telling me like I need to go and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna feel out of place, you know? Cause like, I'm not a perfect little angel. And so, um, so I was like, I had like a lot of stress and like a lot of burdens when I was like, you know, trying to go. And so then I went to Greenhouse that Wednesday before and he was talking about like, you know, expect God to do something. So that whole week I was praying, I was like, okay, God, like, let me just keep my eyes open and like my heart open for you to come. Okay. So, you know, me, I'm, I'm not really good with like speeches. I will fall asleep. So when like I hear preachers preach, um, it doesn't like really get to me, but like songs, you know, I love to sing. I can't sing, but like, I like to sing. So like songs like speak to me before like, you know, preaching. So it was like Saturday night and uh, it was like right after like the little sermon thingy and we were like worshiping. And so I don't know what it was. It was like the song that like had hallelujah in it. I'm sorry. I don't know the words. but um, And like out of nowhere, like all that stress, like literally like left. Like, I never felt so like free and like open. And so like when that happened, I was like, whoa. And I could like literally feel like God with me. And I never felt that way before. And so all that stress and everything and my mom, like them talking about like come open with your open hearts. Like we might not be perfect, but if you come in with an open mind, God will do things with you. For you. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, my name is Shelby, and um, my thing that stuck with me literally, kind of, was you know, the communion thing, the um, Bread and the juice. Yeah. Okay, well, I was paying attention and, like, listening and all this fun stuff. And then I was holding my bread and my drink in the same hand because of my gum in the other one. So I tried to drink it, and it spilt on my shirt. And so I was like, oh, man, that's going to stay there forever. So I was thinking, well, for it not to be so sad, because I like that shirt, um, I realized that that communion thing it needed to stay with me I need to remember it like I'll remember this stain on my shirt so yeah I'll remember that okay I didn't say my name the first time my name is Samantha Wilkerson and I'm in 11th grade okay to kind of go off of what Audrey is that what you said your name was Okay, what, um, I cannot tell you how many times I cried during worship. It was great. I like teared up after every song. There were so many songs that just got to me and it was, I don't know, I just haven't felt that kind of what she said open. And so, yeah, our music and our band is great. Okay, well, um, I'm Carly, if you don't know me. I'm a sophomore. 
Am I holding this up high enough? Yeah, you're doing good. Okay. <laughs> um, when we went rafting, I was in a raft with a bunch of people, and it was really fun. And I remember getting off of the bus, and they have this, like, dam kind of thing that, like, goes down, and it has, like, water rushing down. It kind of, like, creates rapids, and it's really scary to look at because you feel like you're going to fall down. Um, but you don't. And so... I remember just looking at that and kind of being afraid of, like, rapids. I'm not that big of, like, a roller coaster person or anything. And we started the trip, and, like, all of my stress and everything just kind of went away. And it was really fun. And we kind of started going, and it was really fun. And we got to the swim part. And we got out and swam. And Sam was like a little fish, you know. And <laughs> I just remember, like swimming and looking around and seeing like the beauty of God through the rafting and I don't know what the rafting was supposed to do throughout the weekend I don't know how it tied in didn't oh yeah just random but it, cl it clicked in my head totes random yeah it was fun good did a good job what you're on an epic adventure yeah that's yeah. it that's what it was <laughs> and um I don't know. It just really clicked with the beauty and everything and with the story and everything that he created. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Cameron, Cameron Shields, and I'm in 10th grade at Spartman. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go on fall retreat because I had some thing, but I ended up it's a long, drawn-out process, and I'm not really going to go into detail, but I didn't think I was going to be able to, and, like, through talking to Britton and talking to Miss Nikki East, I don't really know where she is, I just, like, prayed about it, and that, like, the last couple of weeks, my prayer life has, like, gone through the roof. Like, it's awesome. And um, so I learned to prioritize, and so I was able to go on for retreat. And then secondly, I was, like... Whenever we were about to go rafting, I was sitting with uh, Savannah Wilson and then sitting across from AJ and Jake. And I was like thinking about it. And I was like, okay, if I fall off this thing, I'm going to get stuck under a rock. And I was terrified. And I was, I was like, okay, seriously, do not push me off. And then I got real serious. And I was like, do not push me off. And I was like, I was so scared. Anyway, and so the guy, he was crazy. He wasn't very funny, but he was just like super risky. And... He was like, so on this next one, it's one of the biggest um, rapids, we're going to do a front load. And I was like, okay, what is that? And he's like, we're all going to go to the front and sit, and you're going to stay there. And he's like, I was like, what are the odds of uh, me falling off? He's like, none. Then everyone else, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And I was like, am I going to fall off? And then um, he was like, no, you're fine, you're fine, just get in a good position. And then he like five minutes later, like after he told me I was fine, was like, actually, I've never done this on this rapid before. And I was like, don't tell me that. Like, okay. And then Savannah looked like nervous because we were both about to fall off. And then um, I was like making eye contact with everyone on my raft. And they were like, you're going to be okay. It's okay. And so that just like really taught me like my friends around me, even in a weird situation, like my friends around me, like got my back and God's got my back and they're going to help me grow in him. So Hi, I'm Tristan Mariani. Um, 
There's a lot of you. <laughs> My heart's kind of beating pretty fast. I've never done this before. Anyways, um, before fall retreat, I was kind of in. A, I was kind of going into a dark place in my life. I wasn't really, I wasn't really coming to church a lot because um, I had reasons and they were important. They were important. I could just say that. I believe um, Anyways, so I still got to come to Greenhouse, which was, which was really good. I love Greenhouse. It's like the highlight of my week. But um, so I came to Fall Retreat, and it really just, like, took me out of that dark place, and it strengthened my relationship with God, and what's really awesome is, I don't know if any of y'all know, well, I know some of y'all know, but um, today was See at the Pole. It's a national thing that First Priority does, which, sure. Um, anyways, we got to have like a great time at sea at the pole. There was like, I don't know, probably like 75 people at our flag pole at Sparkman. And we kicked off first priority and it was really good. And I feel like if I wasn't at fall retreat, I hadn't strengthened my relationship with God, then I wouldn't have gotten to do as much to help out with that. And um, this year we really wanna have a we want to have more people at first priority than we normally do. It's normally like there's only a few people. So if you know what first priority is and you know your friend doesn't, tell them about it. Tell them what it is. Get them to come. It's Tuesday mornings at 8 o'clock at Sparkman. So, um, or Sparkman High School. I don't know about the ninth grade school. But, yeah, come to that. We're gonna do we're gonna do Megan and AJ and AJ is gonna be our last one. Okay, hey guys, I'm Megan. Hey. Okay, um, one of the, my like big things that I have a hard time with when it comes to like focusing on God is the distractions. And for us girls, we do not like bugs and spiders and scary things. So one of our biggest problems on fall retreat, especially because it's always like in the woods. For some reason. So, um, I say so. <laughs> so we have all of our bags and we're like walking up the steps and we're like, is that our cabin? And everyone's like, yeah, that's our cabin. And it's like, there's like three spiders. Okay, this is great. So we walk inside and it's like this log cabin and it's like, okay, it's not too bad. Then we go in our rooms and we're like, we're part of the Holocaust now. Because they literally look like that. They're like... They're like bunks on top of bunks. It was like three bunks, and we were like, no. So we got like started unpacking and have all our stuff. And then um, luckily it wasn't our room, but somebody else was like, oh, my gosh, you guys come here. So we all walk in there, and it was like there was a scorpion on the window. First night, you guys. So um, we tried to, like, forget about it and just be like, okay, just, like, Please help us to not think about the spiders and the bugs while we're on this retreat so we can focus on better things. And um, so once we like, I was like, okay, guys, you know, those bugs got nothing on us. So <laughs> so we just like went to, we went to bed and we tried to go to quickly. And Kara Strong was keeping us up because she likes to talk in her sleep. 
So that's weird. So we kept like waking back up and trying to fall back asleep again, not to think about the bugs. And so eventually the second night we just kind of forgot about it and we weren't freaked out and we were like more focused. So if like you just try to get away from those distractions and they'll help you. Hey, uh, my name is AJ Bryan, and I am a junior at Sparkman. So uh, basically, I just wanted to say really fast how awesome our student ministry is. Not just that we took 200 people all the way up to Okoe, but uh, the great work that Britton and all the adults did over there. So let's get a round of applause for that. It was truly, it was really good. They did a really good job, especially with uh, this being our biggest trip ever, so that's pretty great. Also, I'd like to uh, shout out the band, which I don't even see most of them here, but anyway, they did really good this weekend and uh, did a great job in worship, as we've heard. And also, uh, something I uh, really wanted to get out of this weekend was kind of just like a, a change in, like, not only, like, my lifestyle, but, like, the way I treat people around me and stuff. So, uh... Before, I know there's a lot of distractions before we go on a far retreat and everything, but um, I really hope that this trip helped set our vision and everything straight because I know some people uh, had problems before this trip, and I hope that uh, they got everything sorted out. Also, I wanted to say something off what Tristan said about uh, see you at the poll. I noticed today, which also goes off how great our church is, is that uh, I'm pretty sure that at least over half, for sure, of the uh, people at CU the poll were part of uh, Mount Zion. Also, the uh, over probably 75% of the officers of first priority are members of Mount Zion. They did a great job uh, praying tonight. Seth did really good. All of you guys did really good. So, uh, yeah, that's basically what I wanted to say. Thank you, Britton. So, yeah, thank you. So uh, you used all my time and five minutes more. So here's my little, here's my 10-minute sermon in like 90 seconds. You ready? It's going to be awesome. Colossians 1, 9 and 10 says this. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. To walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. This weekend, a lot of you that were at Fall Retreat, I think, had a kind of experience about this first part and the last part where um, you've been filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. You've been built up. You've learned some things. God's uh, tugged on some strings in your heart like you've been moved forward spiritually. And then the next part there is so as to walk walking, being, acting, doing something, walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. There's, it, there's a big difference between um, knowing something, feeling something, experiencing something, and doing something about it. Periodically, I get, I get passionate and excited about all, all sorts of stuff, man. Like, there's, I can tell you dozens of stories about things I've been just super excited about, and like, I'm going to learn how to do this, or I'm going to whatever, right? And then I didn't follow through on it. We've got to be people who follow through. Having a weekend where you're, you're filled with the knowledge and the glory of God is great. Walk now in a manner worthy of the Lord. 
You guys are about to go to your small groups. You're going to discuss how to do that, how practically to walk worthy of what you've been called to. All right? So we're going to do our small groups. Um, then we'll come back. I'm going to do announcements dead last. So if you're leaving the room, you've got to come back. Let's get 15 minutes on the clock. Go quick. Be quiet. Go.
30 seconds. having you guys with us tonight. I got uh, two announcements, and they are important ones. Then you can then you can get out of here. Um, so uh, we, we talk periodically about Rooted, and I also told you a couple weeks ago about service teams. Um, so Rooted is an opportunity for you to get together with people that are uh, also that also want to grow spiritually. Like Rooted is not a thing you come to because you want to goof off. Rooted is when you when you want to be serious, you want to get something out of it. So uh, if you want to be a part of Rooted, then I want you to be a part of Rooted. But when you do that, you have to apply for it because. It's like middle school baseball. Everybody gets on the team, but because you applied, like because you signed up, then I get to expect something out of you. So if you want to be a part of Rooted, you got to fill out the application. Once you fill out the application, you're in. We're going to start that beginning of October. So you got to get that thing in. Now, the problem is that there's more junior high kids registered for Rooted than senior high kids, which makes me angry uh, because I don't like junior high to beat us at anything because I don't want them to because I'm a winner. All right. So um, in, uh, in, well, you, in just a minute, the auto text thingy. He's going to text you uh, a link if you're signed up for our text message system. That tells you a link to sign up for Rooted. Fill that thingy out and get it in. Also, service teams, 10 people signed up to do service teams, which is uh, silly. That's dumb. So um, service teams are a super easy way for you to serve your church. Uh, I just need you to get registered for that so we can actually make a rotation. So um, the more people that are on the rotation, the less work it is for all of us. I want 50 people signed up for service teams, and I want it today. So uh, get on there. You can look, When you look, go to the link, it'll show you on the form like what the time frames are if you have to be here for certain things. So look at the time frames. It's what's required, and get that done. Uh, as, as it goes. If, uh, if you're not signed up for our text message system um, or whatever, then I'll put it on Twitter in a little bit. Uh, it's MZBC students on Twitter. You can find that. Cool. All right. Let me pray for us. We'll get out here. Father, um, I'm so thankful for all these stories we got here tonight and just in, in all the stories that we didn't get to hear tonight. God, I know that you're, you're active in, among us and you're, um, you're speaking to our hearts. You're changing lives. Uh, God, I'm so thankful for those three, those three brand new Christians who gave their lives to, uh, to you during Fall Retreat, during late night. God, um, I pray that you continue to move powerfully in our student ministry, uh, that, that students continue to be introduced to Jesus and have their lives changed um, by trusting in the sacrifice that he made on the cross. Uh, and we'll continue to work hard to make that happen. We love you so much. Sunday, I pray. Amen.